Jesse Allen talking now with Arlen Suderman, Chief Commodities Economist at StoneX. Arlen, coming back from the holiday weekend, we did start lower at this grain and oilseed trade, but slowly just feels like we're churning our way off the lows. Feels like we've digested a few different news headlines from the long holiday weekend and now just kind of working our way back to the upside. What's your general feeling throughout this grain trade here as we kick off the uh, holiday shortened week today? Well, I do think it says something about the sentiment of the money flow in these markets. Uh, Obviously, as you said, we did sell off overnight, and we've been firming up this morning. And and I think it goes back to Thursday's USDA crop reports as showing that stocks of corn, soybeans, and wheat are relatively snug. It's still difficult for me to be bullish soybeans, even though that's been the leader to the upside. When I look at total South American production, if I even put – USDA lowered their production estimate for Argentine soybeans to 45.5 million metric tons. If I go down to 37 million metric tons, I still have total South American production at eight to 900 million bushels above the size of last year's crop. So there's a lot of production down there with the big Brazil crop. Yet the money flow, and it doesn't pay to argue with the money flow, it tends to be supportive and wanting to own these commodities right now. And we'll see if that's more of a long-term trend or not, but it does seem to be coming back in again today after a week open. Now, I know with the week open, the Chinese uh, GDP numbers were less than the Chinese uh, economists expected, the government expected over there. What is your take on what we saw with those numbers, how that's parlayed into our commodity trade and our broader market trade here today? Yeah, China's used to big GDP numbers every year, and that's common for a growing economy versus a mature economy where growth tends to be much slower um, because you have a lot more opportunity to to expand production year on year. China's gross domestic product rose 3% in 2022. That was well below the government's 5.5% target, and the 5.5% was one of the lower estimates uh, targets that we've seen for many years. Um, but it did come in a little bit better than the 2.8% that a lot of outsiders expected. And that just shows the resurgence of activity that we saw late in the year as China opened up and said, okay, no more restrictions. Now, it's going to be rough as we go forward, and China's still dealing with the impact of that COVID spreading throughout the country and a couple of waves probably of COVID outbreaks. Um, But right now, many of their units of their provinces are expecting 5 to 7% growth this year, and I think that's going to have its impact on the global economy as well as demand for commodities. Over in livestock, it's been a slow start in cattle trade here today. I know we have a cattle on feed report coming up at the end of the week. Hogs uh, being met with some good enthusiasm to start the week. What is your thoughts as we look at that protein sector here on Tuesday? Yeah, kind of going in different directions. And and, uh, as we look at the cattle market, for example, as we saw the Friday CFTC report showing um, that the managed money held a net long 91,000 contracts. And historically, it's been extremely rare for them to hold more than 90,000 contracts for any real length of time. And so while the long-term fundamentals would appear to be good, it looks like we're seeing some liquidation of that uh, this morning uh, as fund managers and others starting to get nervous with uh, with the overall size of the speculative money, managed money length. 
and starting to reduce it and take some profits, particularly with the cattle on feed report coming out at the end of the week. Expected to show December placements down 8 to 9% from year ago levels. Marketing's down 4 to 5%. Uh, and the January 1 on feed counts down 3 to 4% year on year. Over in the hogs, it's a little bit different story where we've already seen the bad news, already factored in much of the bad news. Um, the funds have already done tremendous liquidation. In fact, Friday CFTC report showing that the funds dumped a net 28,000 contracts of long positions in the week reported, which ended the previous Tuesday. That's an all-time record as far as what we're able to find in our books. Uh, and so getting a little bit of a bounce there today. And that's comments with Arlen Suderman of Stonex. Coming up this afternoon on Market Talk, we'll have a conversation with Bill Biederman of agmarket.net. You've been listening to the Market Talk Midday Commentary for Tuesday, January 17th. I'm Jesse Allen reporting.